All right. All right. John and Julia discussing retirement, the ultimate treasure hunt. How are you doing, John? Great. I think we're all ready to go today. Oh, totally. This technology is so easy. You just push a few buttons and you're doing a podcast. Don't you love it? I do. It's so easy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Since we're concluding our first segment, uh, can, can you remind me of the first three steps? Sure, sure. So in the previous 10 episodes, and essentially we devoted the entire season one of our podcast to cover these three steps in detail. Okay. The first step is remembering that only your chronological age is fixed okay and a positive perception of aging adds seven and a half years to your life and of course we recommended in our art of renewal um, we recommended all of the various ways to be reminded about how life shows up new to us every day and i think this is my step one Summary. Moving on to step two, we said, please consider using artistic and everyday creativity and enjoy better health, fewer doctor visits, less medication, bombard your brain with new experiences and learn the skill and the habit of coming up with better solutions to everyday problems by being open to using everyday creativity. Okay. That's a summary of our step two. Moving on to step three, we said in summary, apply your intelligence and creativity to figuring out the lifestyle that makes you joyful and happy. Sure. And combined, it brings us to a very interesting concept that I'm sure you're going to ask me about. I am. I am. Uh, Well, (laughs) tell us about the concept of uh, redecision. Thanks. All right. So uh, Mary and Robert Golding, back in the day, invented something that is called redecision therapy. And there is a book that is a worldwide bestseller. You can get it on Amazon very cheaply. It's called Changing Lives Through Redecision Therapy. And the reason that it is worthwhile to talk about that is because a lot of times We've heard people tell us, okay, what you're saying is very interesting. It's very nice. I want to change my thoughts on X, Y, Z. I want to change my perceptions, but I really tried and don't know how. I still don't know how. So now that we've pointed out to you the way and we've given you the joy compass, to get there. We also want to give you as many tools as possible to get there. Okay. Sounds, sounds, that reasonable sounds great. To me. Right. Okay. Yes. 
So uh, because it's an excellent, easily written book, we're not going to uh, sit here and give you 200 pages of this, but we'll give you the concept that you can take with you. And this concept is, first of all, that there are general injunctions that we get through life. And through are you saying in injunctions? I'll tell you in a second what that is. Okay. And, right? So the yeah. general concept is that there are injunctions that we absorb throughout our lives, especially in childhood, and we can make a decision not to live by these injunctions anymore. And it is such a cool concept. It is such a useful and actually working um, uh, scheme to use. Approach. That, right, approach that we can talk about it over and over again and we will talk about it when we start uh, discussing financial aspects of retirement as well because there are lots of people who picked up where the goldings left off and they said these are the injunctions for our overall lives but there are also injunctions for our financial lives and there are some that say don't save or don't invest. And it's not something that your parents will sit you down and tell you. It is something that we as children, with our very limited capacity to analyze and evaluate what is going on, literally because there are some parts of our brains that are not even formed at that time. Like neocortex is not formed, right? When a child observes situations and infers from situations what's going on. So it could be that parents didn't intend to convey it this way necessarily, but that's how we interpret reality when we're very, very young and we don't have the experience. We don't have... Uh, the rational mind to really analyze it. Uh, but we can read decision later on as adults, right? So let me give you um, an example from my personal experience. So when I was growing up, one of my um, grandparents was a huge believer in saving and putting away as much money as possible and would really um, live super modestly, more modestly than they had to. And they put away a huge amount of money and then inflation happened and their entire life savings amounted to buying one raincoat that, you know, I ended up getting. Mm -hmm. And so my ex life experience, my lesson from that, my injunction was that any money that you put in cash in a bank and you don't either don't invest or don't buy real estate or whatever can evaporate for any reason at any point in time. Sure. 
sure. that cash is not king <laughs> at all, right? Because of inflation. I, I understand. So in one way, he was a he was he was very frugal. He was a gr- good saver, but not right. a great investor. And the his his savings was completely eroded and did eroded, not right. no compounding. No compound right. So inflation essentially, but even if you compound it, um, if there's a devalu- devaluation of currency, right, uh, then you're gonna be wiped out. Or if inflation for your basket of goods yes. that you are right, CPI is for everybody, right. but we're not everybody, we don't all buy the same things, right? We have our own personal basket. Yes. of goods and you can be inflated out of the savings that you have so when you have these you know major experiences like that at a very early age and you witnesses witness it it's not like my grandmother sat me down and said cash is not king but somewhere Deep inside, I feel like I need to be in some kind of inflation um, protection mode. Protection mode, and you know, either be in equity markets or own real estate or whatever. That just putting cash aside is not going to get sure. me there, right? Yes. And so, it's an injunction that says don't save. A lot of people, you know, could have perhaps seen their parents invest in something and the investment falls through. So their injunction is don't invest. And I don't want to give all the financial examples because I want to tell you about the basic list that the Goldings came up with. Okay. Uh, the, they have a basic hit list of injunctions. And I'm going to read you the list and then we can maybe discuss them one by one if you'd like yeah that'd be that'd be great i'm very very interested in this all right all right all right so i sounded like you didn't i that's my dream in life okay good good try the good try no um here's the basic list they came up with don't don't be don't be close don't be important don't be a child don't grow, don't succeed, don't be you, don't be sane, don't be well, don't belong. There are also counter injunctions, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. So, for example, don't. Don't climb trees. Don't go up the stairs. Don't, you know, blah, 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 right? And then we really don't. Yes. Don't yes. show interest. And a lot of people are like, I don't know what I want in life. You're, you're telling me I have now 30 years to do whatever I want. I don't know what I want. Yeah. Guess yeah. what the injunction was. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that out. some people react to the word don't differently. But yes. um, but, I, you know, as as you hear all these don'ts and depending on how you're raised, uh, the injunctions could be uh, very deep-seated in, in us, right? Is that- oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's a program 
that is running you. You're not running this program anymore. Yeah. You know, it's the program that's running you. Yes. Uh, counter injunctions are uh, restrictive and they can also prevent growth and flexibility. And they can be something like be strong, try hard, be perfect, hurry up, or please me, or you know what I mean? Like they're all these things. And okay. essentially, the reason that we want to talk about them is because we can tell you, oh, you know, a positive attitude towards age is great. Well, if you have an injunction like that or a counter injunction uh, like that, how do you override that? Like, how do you even, you know, it, it, this is like some serious blocks that people have to it. It's not as simple as us saying, consider adopting this view. Yes. And, and while we add it, I want to make a point uh, about positive thinking versus negative thinking, right? So when we're saying I have a positive view of getting older, uh, I want to make a distinction between this statement and saying, think positively. I would never say think positively all the time because thinking negatively is hugely useful, hugely useful because uh, some, some people in some cases are motivated positively and in other instances, the same person is much better motivated negatively. In other words, if I am interested in something and I want to explore something, uh, I can motivate myself positively, but where my health is concerned, I scare myself into doing the right things. And positive motivations absolutely do not work for me whatsoever. Like, like I won't be uh, eating well, exercising, or doing any of this, you know, things that are good for me, because I'll think, oh, because you look good. I just don't care enough. Like, it's not enough. But I scare myself every day into doing it, because I literally I tell myself, you know what? You're going to have the salad for lunch, because if you don't, you're going to get into your old age, and you're going to be sick and you're not going to be able to walk and you won't be like, I have to literally scare myself into a, a healthy lifestyle, unfortunately. Yeah, no, but thanks for being so open and sharing that uh, because I, I think there's, there, there's a whole lot of people that probably are wired like that and, and uh, think that there's something wrong with it. And no, and, acknowledging um, how the, these things, these injunctions and getting our heads wrapped around how that may play out with each of us. Right. It's probably hugely important. Right. Right. Uh, so it's a combination of, you know, here are unconscious beliefs and also do we understand aside from beliefs, how we're motivated and the fact that, this is the world of duality and you need both positive and negative. So we're not saying, oh, just run for the positive, run away from the negative. Not at all. The negative could be really good at motivating us to do all of the things that amount to discipline. Right. All of the things that we tell people to do before they get older to 
invest in their health, invest in their finances, right? Do all of these things. You can scare yourself into doing that. So please don't divide everything into this is great and this is bad. Not at all. It's the really picking and the choosing and the nuance of it that's really, really important. But we'll give you a sense of some of the uh, injunctions, right, that exist. And let's not go over each one of them because I just want to focus on a few that we can really tie very closely to getting older, right? And then we're going to break this down further as we go into the next uh, segment and onward. Is that what we're going to do? If you'd like to. You're the one I asking would. questions. So <laughs> <laughs> you're the one asking questions. You know? so, so if you decide to, we will. All right. Um, all right. So we talked about don't and how sometimes we stop ourselves from exploring certain things because we're just afraid to uh, climb that tree or do, you know, th that little thing that can take us on the path to bombarding our brain with new experiences. Another injunction is don't be and it's kind of like, well, if it weren't for you, uh, my life would have been better because I wouldn't have to sit there and watch you and take care of you as a child. I wouldn't have had this bad marriage and I wouldn't have had all of this, you know. So there are people who pick up that type of sure. unspoken, sure. right? Sometimes yes. it's spoken, sometimes it's unspoken. Mm -hmm. And so uh, how do you like, don't even on? be, don't even be. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, that my God, you're such a nuisance. You know? Yeah. And and of course. Coming from from that, you listen to somebody say, oh, your life is going to be wonderful and you can do all these marvelous things and get on this incredible treasure hunt and all that. And you're sitting there, you're like, geez, I don't even know how to, you know, yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted me around in the first place. Here you're telling me about all like that gap you know, could be humongous. And unfortunately, uh, you know, some of us experience that as, as children. And um, don't be close means, um, you know, just that. that In other words, don't, don't, uh, don't establish uh, deep and meaningful relationships. That's right. Because you're going to get hurt. Or, or because it's just not something that the parent wanted. The parent didn't want any closeness. Um, you know, no hugs, no I love yous, no talks, no, you know, none of that. And when we say, well, you have good 30 years, um, you're single, go out and, and look for somebody. These people are like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like it, right? So, so that's another big one. Don't be important. Children are to be seen and not heard. I don't know if you've heard that one. Sure. That's a beautiful statement. Yeah, right? that, that's a, a pretty <laughs> Midwestern thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, don't be a child. So, you know, you grow up and then you have younger siblings and you have to be the babysitter. Sure. Don't grow. Um what, oh, what do they what what does does that mean don't um 
you know, just keeping your lane kind of a thing? Um, and, no, and do your thing and- no, it, it means, you know, as you're growing up, you know, you're a little girl and all of a sudden you want to use makeup, wear short skirts and okay. uh, go date. Right. And the parents are like, oh, my God, how are we going to deal with you here now? And so transitions become difficult overall. And when we're talking about retirement, that's another transition. It's a big transition in life. And right. you're already not comfortable with uh, feeling more mature emotionally, right? Growing emotionally, mentally. Um, all of these things are, are a necessary part of life, yep. right? As we transition right. through life. And being afraid of that is... Um, debilitating <laughs> is right? it, you know right yeah feel great about your life feel positive about getting older how like i i couldn't you know transition to uh, a, a teenager <laughs> you know that was prohibited right um, don't succeed um now and, that could not have been something that you heard growing no up. no it was mine was the counter injunction succeed 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 at all cost yeah uh, and you know the Goldings give an example of a father and son playing sports. And when the son starts beating the father at the games, the father stops playing. Oh, boy. And then, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the son is like, well, maybe I shouldn't really, you know, if, if I succeed, I threaten so many people around me. Uh, <clears throat> I have two sons and I have to go on record saying, um, I, I, I wish, uh, and hope we play a lot of golf together. Oh yeah. And, and I, and I, and I hope that they, uh, love the game as much as I do. Um, so I probably ruined the game for them when we were, when they were little kids, because I expected them to be better than they could possibly be at that age. So I'm on record saying I hope they beat me. Do you still beat them at golf or or do they beat you now? They they I think they dislike it so much, you know. I want them to (laughs) enjoy it, you know. Well, listen, and and please keep in mind that you know I'm just giving you random examples, right? I mean oh oh, no, if it's it's not really it's no, it's great to it's not right. It's not like this. you're gonna right. It's not like you play one game, you don't want to play oh. it again, and your children are scarred for life. It doesn't work that way. No. Okay. All right. Uh, don't be you. Uh, that's a big one. They now, how, to how does that? How does that work? Because I uh, I just don't only know how to be me. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it could be. I wanted a boy. And I got a girl. I wanted a girl. I got a boy. I wanted uh, a physically strong, athletic type. And I got this little uh, boy reading the books with glasses. You know, it's it's like all sorts of things like that. Like my expectation for you is X, but you're not that. So what do you do with yourself? You cannot be anyone else, right? Um, and then don't be sane and and don't be well. Um, you know, if you're sick, everybody's running around you and making you feel better. Uh, if you're healthy, no one's interested. You know, that type of thing. Okay. Uh, don't belong. Um, parents come from another country and they never leave it. They're stuck in their, with their own language, community, customs, etc. 
And in the meantime, the child has to go to school and see totally different life. And there's this disconnect, you know, where do I belong? I got you. Do okay. I not have to choose almost, right? Like I cannot belong to both. Yeah. Um, so, so things like, these are just the examples, right, of that. And I think that here I am going to uh, refer you to the um, book to get more detail around it. But suffice it to say, as children, we need to adapt. And to adapt, we need to go along with the adults in our lives. And so for a while, we need to accept, you know, what's going on. Right. Because we are kind of all hostages of our parents when we're children. And you just do what you need to do to grow up and sure. continue with our lives. And if your life doesn't 100% reflect what you feel it could be or should be or, or needs to be for you, then the Goldings basically claimed you can redecision it because now you're the adult, right? Now you are running your life. You're no longer a child. And, and for anything that stands in your way of saying, I have a positive view of X or I want to do Y or, you know, I want to do all these things, redecisioning is possible. I like, it's I like this. Possible. I like this because I think what uh, this whole concept is you're going through these years as, you know, a child and you're, you're going through this, uh, you know, these injunctions, whether, however you want to look at it, yeah. positive or negative. Yeah. Yeah. And so you go through this period of time where we just have to kind of adapt and then as we become uh, older, we can uh, reprogram ourselves, if you will, uh, as we become more independent. Yeah. Well, you know, and there is uh, some people think through that and analytical and they can work it out themselves. Other people say, OK, you know, let me go to someone, uh, get some help and they'll help me through that. There are all sorts of different ways. I think that uh, it's not how you do it that we are going to focus on here. I think it's the very fact that you can do it if That's, you decide to. No, I, I um, mm -hmm. this is a really interesting concept. Uh, how much more do we want to uh, dive into this uh, this morning? I don't know. It's a... Uh, you know, that's the summary of, uh, you know, the Golding's research. And, um, you know, for anyone who'd like to know more, we highly recommend uh, getting that paperback and reading more about it and learning more about it. Um, and I think at this point, it's just the summary Okay. of you know what we've talked about yes. and the fact that if you feel that the three steps that we've been discussing over this entire season one sound good to you but don't feel reachable 
at this stage for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep in mind that it is accessible to you should you decide to do it through redecisioning, through various ways of uh, arriving at that moment of redecisioning. And all of us have to go through that. So if you heard negative statements about getting older, at some point, you look at them and you say, all right, this might have been true for my mom. This might have been true for my grandmother. This might have been true for and so and so or that person that I knew. And my experience is not their experience. Uh, we're in the 21st oh, I love, century. I, we're, yes. You know, we're in a completely different environment. We have access to completely different set of opportunities. We have uh, the ability to go and get much uh, better healthcare, much better, um, you know, Opportunities. psychological, like anything that you want to do, you have access to one way or another. If you decide I, I to totally do it. I totally agree. I, I think we live, you know, I, I try to live from the point of view that we live in a world of abundance. Yeah. You know, and and try to uh, figure things out from that point of view. I know. And, and that's helpful. Yes. And that everyday creativity comes and saying, you know what? I feel like I need to redecision a couple of things here. Uh, how do I do that? What is my everyday creativity, you know, approach going to? Uh, how is it going to help me? Yes. Right. Who am I going to talk to? Can I talk to this person? Can I talk to that person? Can I ask someone who I see is doing well? Uh, how can I get there? Because once you decide and ask the question, help will appear. Well, for all of us, I'm, I'm convinced that, of that. No, I, I, under, I understand what you're saying. It's um, it's been a, a great first season. Yeah, it's been a fun first season, right? Yeah, I've learned, uh, you know, so much. Hopefully you've learned uh, something also. Yes. And our listeners, um, I hope, have learned uh, a tremendous amount from season one. So uh, I look forward to starting season two with you very soon. Me too. Can't wait. Can't wait to jump into that. And I think we have a lot to share going forward. So uh, thank you so much for today. (laughs) Thanks, John. Talk soon. All right.